Good evening, everyone. Um, this is uh, Jackson Young. Uh, I'm your host of the Unlimited uh, NFL podcast. Uh, I'm here with my co-host, uh, Owen Smith. Uh, we're both NFL fans, and uh, we're looking forward to the upcoming uh, season that starts tomorrow with the Chiefs and Lions. Owen, oh, do you want you kind of want want to introduce yourself and uh, tell us who you are, and kind of maybe give an NFL team that you root for? Yeah, of course. So uh, my name is, like Jackson said, I'm Owen Smith. I am a graduate student here at University of Nebraska-Lincoln. I graduated from Nebraska Wesleyan this past May with a degree in sports management, and I am a huge NFL junkie, uh, know all about the history of the NFL. And my favorite NFL team is the Green Bay Packers, who take on the Chicago Bears uh, this Sunday on America's Game of the Week. Very, very cool, very cool. Um, and I'm a, I'm a Patriots fan, so I'm constantly getting hate for that. Um, uh, <laughs> So, yeah, uh, not not sure how they're going to do this year, but it'll be interesting to see. Uh, I don't have high hopes for it at all. I mean, we'll be lucky to be a playoff team. Um, just got a lot of issues on the offensive line. Um, we have a good running back. We have decent skill position players, but no like super studs. Um, but it sh we we should find out here pretty quick. Um, yeah, the, as for the, yeah, as for the Packers, I mean, they it's a new era, you know, Jordan Love taking over for Aaron Rodgers, very, very young team by on average, the youngest team in the league. They have some talent on the roster, though, particularly on the defensive side of the ball. And they play in one of the two, probably worst or second worst division in football. So I think 10 wins should get them in the playoffs I, with their easy schedule and weak division. I don't think it's unreasonable to say they make the playoffs, but it feels like everything's on the table. They could be really bad. They could be about average, above average. So they're probably one of the more intriguing teams in the league this year. And how they how they perform against the Bears, who were record-wise the worst team in the league last year, will be a good indicator of how the 2023 season and the first year of the post-Aaron Rodgers era is going to go. Yeah, it should be interesting to see how Jordan loves – Jordan Love does, and I feel like it's probably going to take him a little bit of time to uh, get used to the offense and his the players around him. Um, it's not going to be a seamless process, I feel like. I feel like Packers fans are going to have to be a little bit patient with him um, and their expectations of his play. You know, following Aaron Rodgers' footsteps, that's a pretty hard thing to do, you know what I'm saying? Um, is, but, sorry, Jackson, to interrupt you, but that is very, very true. You basically have everything on the nose there. People forget that Aaron Rodgers – in his first year as a starter, went just six and ten, but he put up really good stats that year. He showed that he's a capable NFL quarterback. So I don't think it's more, it's not as much about the wins for Jordan Love this year. It's more so about showing that you could play quarterback in the NFL because he has had three years to sit and learn. So it's not going to be that much training wheels. I think he's got to, he's got to show early on that he can play. So that kind of leads into our first segment here. And that is some important games that are coming up this week. Um, we have six games here to preview, and we're going to start here with tomorrow's game, the season opener, with the defending champion Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Detroit Lions, who people have a lot of high hopes for this year. So, Jack, what are your thoughts on that game, and who do you think is going to win that game? Um, my my initial thoughts are that it's probably going to be an offensive game. There's going to be a lot of points scored with both probably top five to top ten offenses in the league right now. Um, you have the Detroit Lions that they've got Jared Goff um they've got Jameer Gibbs they've got some good receivers um and Amon Ross St. Brown they've got uh I forget who their tight end is um but they've got some good uh skill position players uh, uh 
uh, Brock Wright, I think his name is. Brock Wright, yeah. I mean, he's not, you know, he's he's a decent tight end, uh, but he's not. He's not TJ Hawkinson. He's not Travis Kelsey. Um, but it should be a good game. And then, of course, they're going to be coming up against the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes and having to defend that offense is just a hard thing to do. But um, I expect a lot of points to be scored. It should be a fun first game to watch. Um, I'm going to pick – I'm going to have to pick the Chiefs on this. I don't think there's any way you mm-hmm. can pick the Lions to win at Kansas City um, in that environment. But uh, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Yeah, I'm also going to go with the Chiefs, but I do think it's going to be a relatively close game because the Chiefs are very likely going to be without Chris Jones, their star superstar defensive tackle, who's been holding out uh, in in search of a new contract. There's a good chance Travis Kelsey does not play as he got injured in practice yesterday. But I mean, as long as Patrick, I mean, they could have me, you, and someone from our experience lab at wide receiver, and Patrick Mahomes could probably still put up 30 points. Yeah. So I think does I think the Lions. I think they could score against this Chiefs defense, especially without Chris Jones. I'm not super high in the Lions defense, though. Aiden Hutchinson's a really good player. They got C.J. Gardner-Johnson in free agency. He's a really good safety. There's there's really, like, no one else in that defense that you look at that really scares you. They lost so their – uh, sorry to interrupt you, Owen. Uh, they lost their stud cornerback, too, Okuda, I think. Okuda, yes. They traded him to the Falcons this offseason. So yeah. I think even without – potentially without Travis Kelsey, I feel, still think Mahomes – and the Chiefs receivers and Andy Reid will put up – I think that that's an offense that can still put up 30-plus points against this Lions defense, who did get better towards the end of last year. But you'll forget the Lions were 1-6 at one point last year. They finished the year really strong. Mm-hmm. And it's a team that – it's a young team that has a lot of momentum. I really like the culture that Dan Campbell has built there. Um, but this – they're kind of walking into a tough situation here. This is not like the Bills playing the Rams last year where the Rams like have the worst home field advantage of like any team in the league. And the bills were like this juggernaut at the beginning of the season last year and went out and just whooped them. Right. I think the chiefs, I think this is a game that the chiefs are going to win. It's they're going to be fired up. It's their coronation game, but I do think the lions will keep it close, but give me the chiefs. Let's say 34 to 23. Yeah, that, that seems about right for a score. Another game that we're looking at is the Chiefs' biggest rival, the Cincinnati Bengals, who they've played in the last two AFC Championship games, splitting those games. They opened their season on the road in a divisional matchup against the Cleveland Browns. So the AFC North is one of the toughest divisions in football. Whenever any of those four teams play each other, it's always a tough game. It's always a close game, even if the talent disparity is on display. Um this is an interesting one because the Bengals, I think the Bengals are the better team. I mean, Joe Burrow is a phenomenal quarterback. Jamar, they have all those great receivers with Chase and Higgins and Tyler Boyd. They have a really good defense, but they've always struggled against the Browns since Burrow's gotten there. They finally beat them late last year. Um, but I believe that was that Burrow has like one win against the Browns in his career, which is insane considering like he's three and one against the Chiefs, but has struggled to beat you know, mediocre Browns teams. But I think this Browns team, speaking of them, there's a lot of talent on this team. Deshaun Watson did not look good last year in his limited action, but he now got a normal offseason. It'll be very interesting to see how he performs. Obviously, Nick Chubb's there, who, in my opinion, is the best running back in the league. Uh, Their offensive line should be good. They have some good players on defense, too. Of course, Miles Garrett. They got Zadarius Smith. So that's a pretty good pass rushing tandem. Uh, Denzel Ward, their star cornerback, 
He was in concussion protocol. It'll be interesting to see if he plays. If he doesn't play, that's going to be tough against this Bengals, these Bengals receivers. So, Jackson, as you look at this game, who, who do you like in this game? Because on paper, the Bengals should win, but the game's in Cleveland. It's a team they've struggled against. Like the Browns, obviously, it's their home opener, so they'll be amped up. So, who do you, when you look at this game, who are you picking and why? Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to be picking the Bengals here. Um, I just don't think the Browns defense has enough to stop the Bengals offense and all their insane skill position players. Um, I do think the Browns will be able to put up some points though. Um, but I don't think they'll win. Um, I, I liked how you talked about Deshaun Watson there. Um, and I, and I would agree with you. I don't really have that high hopes of him this year. He didn't play well at all last year. And I just feel like when he was in, quarterback in that offense it just felt kind of discombobulated kind of kind of a choppy like, offense not flowing very well and it he looks was, better with Jacoby Brissett yeah yeah it, yeah yeah for sure um he speaking of Jacoby Brissett he's always been a solid backup quarterback but yeah I don't know why he's not starting in Washington but they really like Sam Howell but one game spoiler one game we will not be talking about is commanders cardinals i mean with respect to those teams that's, that's um, gonna we're gonna yeah <laughs> i don't i feel bad for the people that have that game in their home area oh uh, i i mean i've got on one of my fantasy teams i've got the commanders defense so i'm hoping they just swallow that cardinals offense and just yeah. turn over whoever the <laughs> whoever the heck they trot out there yeah quarterback yeah yeah so yeah, I'm taking the Bengals. Yeah, I, I'm also going to take the Bengals because, especially if Ward doesn't play. If Ward doesn't play, I just think Chase and Higgins are just going to go off. It will open up things for Boyd. I think Burrow could have a field day, even though he has. As great as he is, he has struggled against the Browns. And I'm with you on Deshaun Watson. I just think off-field stuff aside, just simply on the field, I just don't think he is a high-end quarterback anymore. I know it may not, may not be completely fair, considering the small sample size, but mm-hmm. he showed no signs last year of a guy who could bounce back. And I think this really talented Bengals defense with their, their underrated defensive line, arguably one of the best linebacker tandems in the league with Logan Wilson and Jermaine Pratt. I think they could get after him. I think the Bengals are going to win this one going away. I, I don't think this is going to be a particularly close game. I think the Bengals are kind of on a, on, out on a revenge tour after their tough loss, in the AFC title game last year against Kansas City. So I'm going to say Bengals 27, Browns 10. I think this is going to be a blowout. I don't have super high hopes for the Browns in this game. I think that's a solid pick pick there. I, I don't usually like giving scores for my predictions because I just don't know how, but yeah, I don't know, but I, I like what you're doing there. Um, I'm, but... ju- I'm just kind of taking a shot in the dark. How, how Just <laughs> yeah. kind of give a ballpark area how I feel the game's going to go. Yeah, for sure. That that's, feels like a, a good spot for that one. Another interesting game. This is an interconference game between uh, in, in the early window on Sunday, 49ers Steelers. And the 49ers, like 2019, they make the Super Bowl and they lose to Kansas City. 2020, their entire, all their starters get hurt and the season just kind of falls apart. 2021, they make it back to the NFC Championship, have like a, a lead in the fourth quarter and they lose to the Rams. Last year, they make it to the NFC Championship again. Uh, they they don't they don't have any functioning quarterbacks. At the end of the game, they get blown out by the Eagles. So this is a team that has made three NFC Championship games in the last four years and has no Super Bowl wins to show for it. Despite that, 
one of the most talented rosters in the league. When you look at this roster, mm-hmm. let's take the quarterback out of it. And we'll talk about Brock Purdy later. Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, Trent Williams, Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, uh, Hafanga, the safety. Uh, now, Nick Bosa is holding out. Uh, I think that's something that we, we should mention. Similar to Chris Jones with the Chiefs, Nick uh-huh. Bosa has been holding out for the 49ers in search of a new contract. Um, They've got a bunch of really good linebackers and uh, defensive backs, too. I forget yeah. their names, but I know they're Warner, solid. Greenlaw. Like Fred Warner, Warner, yeah. Yeah. A lot, lot of good players on that team, on both sides of the ball. But that defense is not the same, will not be the same without Nick Bosa if he's not there Sunday, if he continues his holdout. Um, but as for the quarterback position, it seems like the 49ers are a weird team because they're one of the better teams in the league. They've never had a great quarterback. I mean, they had Jimmy G, who was okay. They had Trey, the Trey Lance experience was, was a disaster, and that's putting it nicely. Uh, now they have Brock Purdy, who looked honestly really good at the end of last year but he only has eight starts he was the last pick of the draft not a real like physically talented guy he's not like allen or mahomes or herbert he's not a guy that's gonna like throw bombs down the field but he's a guy that can play within the offense can show that he's competent enough to execute the offense so i think if he's healthy i I see no reason why the 49ers won't be a you know a contender yet again this year but as for this game it's in Pittsburgh, which is a tough place to play. The Steelers, I know it's just the preseason, but they looked really good in the preseason. Um, a team that some people are even picking to win the AFC North. They, they always, they're always well coached with Mike Tomlin. They have a really talented defense with Watt, Hayward, uh-huh. uh, Minka Fitzpatrick, um, Alex Highsmith. They have some dudes on the defensive side of the ball. Offensively, though, Kenny Pickett's kind of similar to Purdy. Like they're both going into their second years. Neither one of them are like extremely physical talents. But like when I watched Pickett last year, like I was, his stats were not great. He threw more interceptions than touchdowns last year. But he he made throws that like made me like confident that he could be their franchise quarterback eventually. So the Steelers will be an intriguing team this year. But as for this game, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Steelers because. When you look at their history, they always seem to win week one. The game's in Pittsburgh. The 49ers actually historically have been a team that's not been good in the opening week of the season. Mm-hmm. They're potentially without Nick Bosa. Um, I think the 49ers, like, uh, as a whole, are probably a better team. But in this particular game, I think a lot of things are working in the Steelers' favor. Um, I think they match up well. I think they their de- their pass rush could get after Purdy because outside of Trent Williams, the 49ers offensive line is not spectacular. So I'm gonna go. I think the Steelers are gonna win this game. I'm gonna go Steelers 21, 49ers 13. Uh I'm actually with you on that. Like while you were talking, uh, I was thinking the same things, and I, I just feel like that the Steelers are gonna be right there in this game. Um, it's, it's going to be a big advantage in that home environment. Um, I feel like that's going to put them over the top. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to pick the Steelers to pull off the upset as well. Yeah. It's just, it feels like a lot of things are working in their favor and I just, I just don't feel confident about uh, the Niners in this game. Mm-hmm. Moving on to a game that we touched on a little bit and that's uh, America's game of the week, Packers bears games in Chicago, Justin Fields versus Jordan love two young unproven quarterbacks who their fan bases feel very confident about 
So, Jack, I'd like to hear your thoughts on this game and what what do you think is going to happen, who you like, and why? Uh, ooh, I haven't thought about this game too much. Uh, mm. I think I really think both of the both of these teams are evenly matched this season. And going into last year, you thought that the Packers had the clear advantage. Um, you know, with all the talent they had on offense and Aaron Rodgers and and all that. But I feel like this year they're a lot more evenly matched than maybe they have been in years past. Um, I think I'm going to lean towards the Bears on this one uh, because of Justin Fields. Um, I just think he's a superstar in the making, and he's a borderline top five quarterback in the league this year. Um, uh, if not top ten. Um, I just feel like he's going to make you know, a lot of plays with his feet. And once he does that, it's going to open up the passing game a little bit. So um, I just, I don't know. I have a sneaky feeling about the bears in this one. Um, I feel like they're going to be able to run the ball as well. So. All right. So you take the bears. Yeah. All right. So I, you, you and I have agreed on most things thus far. I am not as high on Justin Fields as you are. I think I agree. He's a phenomenal athlete. I think he is talented, but through two years, he's been like, he's like in the thirties and most like passing metrics. I understand that he has not had much help around him and the bears went out and got him that uh, by trading for DJ Moore. Mm -hmm. I just don't have a whole lot of confidence in him as a passer. Like as a, someone who faces his team, like I'm not really scared of Justin Fields throwing the football. I'm scared of him running the football. I, you know, if he, if he breaks contain, he's a guy that can take, has the ability to take it to the house on any given play. He's probably maybe along with Lamar Jackson, the best running quarterback in the NFL right now. Oh yeah. But for Hertz, don't forget about Hertz. Oh, Hertz is up there as well. Um, but yeah, I just, I just, he could be prove me wrong. I have my reservations about fields as a passer. Uh, I'm going to take my, I'm going to go for through an unbiased view on this. I think that this is a game that sets up well for the Packers, even though the game is in Chicago, it's on the road. It's Jordan Love's first start in this rivalry game. And obviously Aaron Rodgers owned the Bears. I think he was like 24 and five against the Bears in his career. I don't think Love's going to have a huge game. I think the Packers are going to win this game with their defense. I think they're going to win this game by running the football with Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. I think Jordan Love will be asked to make the occasional throw maybe on third down but i think this is this i think this is gonna be a low scoring game this is gonna be like those thursday night football games from last year where the final score was like 13 10 or some nonsense like that (laughs) i think this would be a defensive battle between these two teams because i just think these both of these offenses i think will have their growing pains early in the year because i said i'm not a huge believer in fields he could prove me wrong i hope he doesn't as a fan of um his team's rival but I I think both these teams and the Packers obviously with a new quarterback, just such young receivers. Uh-huh. They'll I think it'll I think they'll eventually get going, but I think it's gonna take them a while for their offense to gel. I like the Packers in this game, not because of Jordan Love, because of their defense. 13 to 7. Wow. scoring <laughs> game. The Packers 13-7 with a win over the Bears. And the first win of Jordan Love's career. Yeah, that's going to be a terrible game to watch if that's going to be the score. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> I It'll be like that Patriots-Rams Super Bowl where like you're watching the game. You're like, how is this the Super Bowl? Are all the 
or or worse that non remember that uh that uh Colts Broncos Thursday night football game last year. Oh, that was so bad. That, that was, was I bad. watched every minute of that game including <laughs> overtime and I'm worse for it. So I think this game this game won't be too far off from that. Yeah. Um another game afternoon, another afternoon game. So this is the first time you disagree. You're taking the Bears, I'm taking the Packers. Mm-hmm. Another afternoon game, very interesting. Uh Chargers Dolphins. Mm-hmm. And a game why this is interesting is because <clears throat> the seeming Twitter rivalry between Justin Herbert fans and Tua Tagovailoa fans, I don't know how it's a rivalry because with respect to Tua, Justin Herbert is 1,000 times better than Tua. I agree. Uh, but like Tua fans like hate on Herbert for whatever reason, probably because they're mad that they took Tua over him. <laughs> but again, this is always and, remember, uh, and then obviously you had the whole Emmanuel Acho, if you know about that last year. Yeah. Where he was calling Herbert like a social media quarterback oh, and then yeah. they played in Sunday night football and yeah. Herbert had a great game and Tua was like 10 of 26 for like a buck 50 or something oh, yeah. like that. So they play that. each other again in LA, although it's not really a home game because the Chargers don't have much fans. And I look at this game. Actually, I'm going to let you go first. What, how you feel about this game? I'll listen to you and see if I change my original feelings. Um. Hmm. So when I when I try to think about this game, uh, the first thing I'm thinking about is. Hmm. I know the I know the Chargers made a lot of changes in the offseason uh, with their offense and stuff like that, and they're talking about how it's going to be improved and. And they're going to be able to run the ball more with Austin Eckler um, and things like that. New offensive coordinator replacing getting yeah. Kellen Moore in place of Joe Lombardi. Yep, yep. Um, so that's giving me some faith for that side um, because I feel like they are going to need to run the ball to keep the ball to Tyreek Hill's hand, Tyreek Hill's hands, um, and all the studs that the Dolphins have. However. I just feel like I don't know. I don't see any way that the Chargers are going to be able to stop the Dolphins' offense um, mm-hmm. and keep up. And that's why I say I feel like the only way that the Chargers can win this game is by running the ball. Um, yeah. And the Dolphins massively improved defensively in the offseason. Yeah, 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 for sure. And their their defensive line is like is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so having said that, I'm going to take the Dolphins outright to win this one. Interesting. I'm also going to take the Dolphins in this game. Mm-hmm. But I think this I think this is could be this has like game of the week potential. I think this is going to be a really high scoring game because the Dolphins offense, I, I mean I say what you want to, I think he's a good quarterback. He's a guy that if you put good talent around him, he can execute a good offense. Uh-huh. That and I have no faith in the Chargers defense at all. Even though they have some talent, Derwin James, Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack is not what he once was, but he's still a good player. Uh, J.C. Jackson, we'll see how he bounces back after last year. They have a talent on def- on defense, but it seems like their defense just is always bad for whatever reason. I don't know if it's coaching. I don't know if it's scheme. I don't know what it is, but the Dolphins are loaded offensively with Tyreek and Waddle. The Chargers' corners are questionable at best. <laughs> I think Tua and these receivers can have a field day. I think they're going to score 40 points in this game just because, wow. like, I I don't believe in the Chargers' defense, especially against this offense. Now, I, I know this offense, they massively – Dolphins' offense massively struggled 
against the Chargers last year, but things change. I think Mike McDaniel and Tua and will find like an adjustment. And I think they could, I think this could be like the highest scoring game of week one. Even though the Dolphins defense improved, they'll be without Jalen Ramsey in this game as he got injured during camp. I think Herbert's going to have a huge game too. I think Herbert's going to throw for a bunch of yards. If Keenan Allen and Mike Williams stay healthy, along with Quentin Johnson, the rookie from TCU, along with Eckler as well, I think the Chargers offense has the potential to be really good. Um, but I think this is this is going to be the, one of those games that whoever has the ball last wins. And I think the Dolphins will have the ball last. And I think they're going to win this game. So give me the Dolphins 38-35 in this game. I think that's going to be a shoot. Uh, the polar opposite of what I think Packers-Bears is going to be. I think give me the Dolphins in this game in a shootout because of their talent offensively and my questions about the Chargers defense. Yeah, I, I agree with that. This game just has that perfect setup for that high scoring game being in an inside uh, environment. Um, you know, I just there, I don't see any other other way. I don't, I don't see this game being a thirteen to ten or something like that. You know. Yeah. Finally, last but certainly not least, Monday Night Football. Jets Bills, Aaron Rodgers' Jets debut. Um, this is, I think this might be the most highly anticipated game of the week. Um, so obviously the Jets are people, a lot of people have high hopes for them with Rodgers. Obviously, they have a stacked defense. Their defense was able to win them seven games last year with terrible quarterback play from Zach Wilson, other quarterbacks as well. I mean, Zach Wilson, Mike White. I think Joe Flacco started a few games for them last year. Just it was a disaster at quarterback. And yet the Jets somehow were seven and four and in the playoff hunt last year. So now they go from that to Aaron Rodgers. Uh, they also have some talent offensively. Brees Hall said he'll, he should be ready to go. Um, Garrett, obviously Garrett Wilson's there. Rodgers brought some of his receivers over from Green Bay and Lazard. Uh, Randall Cobb, I mean, I'm not sure how much impact he'll have, but Rodgers likes him, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, but then you have the Bills, a team that always has like high hopes every year, but has been unable to get over the hump. Obviously, Josh Allen's a superstar. Diggs is still there. Defensively, I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure how they'll do this year. This is a really interesting game. So, Jackson, um, how do you think the Monday night's game is going to go? And will Aaron Rodgers win his first start as a New York Jet? um it's in it's in new york and yeah it's a home game for the jets hmm that's interesting oh uh so my initial thought on this game is that you know people are going to be hyped to see aaron Rodgers is in his first start as a jet and i just feel like people think maybe that it's going to go too easily for him um and i it's just, it's a horrible way to start off the season versus the bills against mm -hmm. that really good defense um i think much like the chargers i think the the jets are going to need to run the ball i feel like the jets consistently over the last like five years five to ten years have been one of the worst running teams in football um and i feel like they really need to get that in check this year but the good news is they have decent running backs this year uh with dalvin cook and uh oh yeah i forgot to mention dalvin cook and Brees hall yeah, I mean, I, br I briefly forgot Delvin Cook was on the Jets. Yeah, so that's good for them that they have a little bit more depth back there. But we know that Delvin Cook is aging um, quickly, so it's only going to be a matter of time before he breaks down. But we'll see how it goes for him this year. Um, and 
<laughs> excuse me, uh, the Jets, they have explosive wide receiver talent as well with Garrett Wilson. Um, so that's a good sign for them. But I'm going to be picking the Bills in this game. Um, I think they just have too much for the Jets to contend mm-hmm. with. Um, but I, I do think that the Jets should have a better year this year with Aaron Rodgers at the helm. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, and they will have Zach Wilson backing him up. And that's not a bad backup to have, I guess. But I, mean, I guess. I mean, he's a number, former top two pick. Yeah. So could be worse. That's not the way that they wanted that to go. The Jets wanted to go. They yeah. Are. I mean, think about think about it. They they were like 0-14, and, and they won this like meaningless game at the end of that season, which cost them Trevor Lawrence and got them Zach Wilson, which has mm-hmm. now got them Aaron Rodgers. So it's funny how, how that all works out. Mm-hmm. What, are your, what are your thoughts on this game? So this game – I think it's in, it's in New York. So you said the Bills have a really good defense. I think they do. They should. Oh, man, because Von Miller won't be available for this game. He'll he'll be back later this year because he tore his ACL tor- late last year. They have a good secondary. That's the strength of their team. Secondary is yeah. good with Hyde and Poyer and Demar Hamlin. Uh, Hamlin, yeah, yeah. It's insane that he's back already. Uh, yeah. Tre white see how healthy he is actually I heard Hyde's not gonna play in this game so oh uh, uh, Micah Hyden yeah uh and so they I, have uh, Mike, I, Micah Johnson thought, something Johnson Micah uh, Tron Johnson. Johnson yeah Tron Johnson yeah but, so I struggle with this game because I feel like this is a game I, I think the this is a game that I feel like the bills should win mm-hmm. they should even though it's it's a road game I feel like the bills should win this game. But I just think there's been so much excitement for the Jets this offseason. It's 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 at MetLife. It's Aaron Rodgers' first game. I think Aaron Rod- Aaron Rodgers was not as someone who had to watch all of his games last year. Aaron Rodgers was not good last year, but I think he's gonna have a huge bounce back season this year. Mm-hmm. I think he's this is gonna be one of those classic Aaron Rodgers games where he throws for like 400 yards and five touchdowns, and I think the Bills have the offense to keep up. But I don't think this is going to be a shootout like the Chargers-Dolphins game because the Jets' defense is much better than both those defenses, especially the Chargers. I think the Jets are going to – I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl or anything like that. I think they're going to, like, dominate this game. Even though I still think the Bills are a good team, I think that Rodgers is going to have a huge game, and I don't – I think the Jets' defense is too good for the Bills to keep up in this game. So I'm going to say Jets 35 – Bills 21. That's uh, crazy. Yeah, it sounds crazy, but crazier things I, have happened. Crazy things, crazier things have happened. I mean, nobody had Russell Wil- Russell Wilson losing his first game against the Seahawks last year. Um, so maybe Aaron <laughs> Rodgers will do the same. I don't think he will. I think he's gonna have a huge performance against the Bills, even though I still think the Bills defense is good. Um yeah, yeah. It'll be, it'll be one of those classic Aaron Rodgers games, and he wor- wins his first Jet start, 35-21. That, well, I didn't right. that. What was that? <laughs> I didn't expect that pick. But, yeah. Uh, hey, hey. I, I think that's prob- That's the pick I feel worst about, least confident in. Yeah. Um, but I have a good I have a good feeling about uh, the Jets in this game, for whatever reason. If it was in Buffalo, I might think a little differently. Yeah. <laughs> That leads into our next topic in <clears throat> quarterbacks, and which is obviously the most hotly debated position in the NFL. 
So I went through my quarterback rankings throughout the summer and went back and forth on a few things. We're going to go through our top 10 quarterbacks and see, you know, if we have similar lists and give like each a little blurb on each quarterback as you go through the list. So I'll actually go first in this one. Um, So at one, I have Patrick Mahomes, not a whole lot of explanation needed there. He's the best quarterback in the NFL. I don't think it's close. Mm -hmm. At two, I have Josh Allen, which is weird because I just predicted his team to lose by two touchdowns. I think Josh Allen is an absolute stud. I think he makes that Bills offense look a lot better than he actually is. Excuse me. Um, He's a great runner as a quarterback, great athlete, huge arm, elevates that offense, elevates a lot of talent on that offense outside of Diggs. And he keeps the Bills afloat, even though though, um, he's a guy that can do really well in out of structure, which I value a lot in quarterbacks. So mm-hmm. I still think Josh, we all remember that playoff game against the Chiefs that Josh Allen had. Like uh-huh. that's why that's why I think Josh Allen's number two, because of the stuff that he can do out of structure and how he elevates the Bills offense. Three, yep. I have Joe Burrow, um, phenomenal quarterback, really does everything well. Um, not really much to go off there. Uh has great connection with his receivers, uh, probably the most accurate quarterback in the league and an underrated athlete as a quarterback. People don't people, I think people just think Burroughs is a pocket passer. He's a he's not. He's a guy that can move around a little bit. So I, I value that that a lot in quarterbacks. Four, I have Justin Herbert. Uh people might some might push back on that just because he hasn't won a playoff game yet. But I think if you take Herbert off the Chargers, they would literally lose the bye week. I mean, that team is not good. They're not coached well, yet he keeps them in every game. Absolute cannon of cannon of an arm, extremely talented. I think he's going to have a big year this year, the new offensive coordinator. But unfortunately, I, I again, as I said, the chart, his defense has never been good. At five, I have Jalen Hurts. Uh, just went to the Super Bowl. Had a huge year last year. Great rushing threat as a quarterback. Underrated passer as well. He throws a great deep ball. Um, elevates their offense. I think people misconstrue Hurts as like a guy that benefits from the talent around him. I don't think he is. I think he's a guy that makes that show run. And um, as long as he's under center, the Eagles will have a chance to win. Six, I have Lamar Jackson. Actually, never mind. Six, I have Aaron Rodgers. Um, even though it was not great last year, I think he's going to have a huge year. But I couldn't put him in the top five after last year. But again, he's, a, he's won two of the last three MVPs, one of the best quarterbacks of all time. Mm-hmm. I think he's just outside of the top five there at six. Seven, I have Lamar Jackson, arguably best runner uh, at the quarterback position, elevates the Ravens offense. And when he, whenever he's healthy, they win a lot of games. But the issue with him has been staying healthy. Eight, I have Trevor Lawrence. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to have a huge year. Really showed out towards the end of last year. Um, phenom- phenomenally talented. Um, and I think he's going to – I think with Calvin Ridley and Christian Kirk, he's going to put up huge stats this year. At nine, I have Dak Prescott. Uh, I know people don't like Dak because he plays for the Cowboys, and he threw too many interceptions last year. But he's been one of the most consistent quarterbacks in the league since becoming the Cowboys starter. So I, I I feel comfortable putting him in the top 10. And at number 10, I have Matthew Stafford. Again, last year was not great, but had a huge year a couple years ago when he won the Super Bowl. Um, I still think he has a good arm, a, a rocket arm, has a great connection with Cooper Cup. And I think even despite the Rams' lack of talent on offense outside of Cup, he could keep them in games. So there's my top 10. 
Um, so with my top 10, um, it's going to look a little bit different than yours, especially at the top. Um, for my number one quarterback, I've got Patrick Mahomes. Um, don't really need to explain too much why. Um, for num my number two, I've got uh, Josh Allen. Um, and I'm probably not going to explain every single name, but maybe come at the end, I'll kind of like give a summary. Um, yeah. At number three, I've got uh, Jalen Hurts. I know you, you had him at five. Mm -hmm. um, I'd like to see one more year before I put him any higher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I get it. Uh, number four, I've got Joe Burrow. At number yeah. five, I've got Herbert. I feel like that's always like the debate with the quarterbacks is, is Burrow versus Herbert. Always. Mm -hmm. Always. Yeah. Um, and it's hard to like lean one way, you know, but I, I just like Burrow more. I feel like he's going to have, he's in a better situation. Yeah. So. And they have both, they both have like different strengths against each other. So. Yeah. yeah. And think about it. Joe Burrow has his, as his head coach has got a former quarterback as his coach. And that is true as well. Very whereas, mind. whereas Herbert has, I mean, Kellen Moore was a former quarterback, so he's yeah. an offensive coach, but he is a defensive coach as his head coach. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, for number six, I've got uh, Lamar Jackson. Um, I, I feel like he's lost a little bit, a little bit of respect, um, but I, I still feel like he's a dual threat quarterback that can present a lot of challenges uh, to people um, on defense. Um, uh, number seven, I've got uh, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, number eight, I've got Aaron Rodgers. Um, number nine, I've got Dak Prescott. Um, and then number 10, I've got uh, Kirk Cousins. Um, Ooh, okay. I had Cousins at 11. He just missed. Okay, yeah. yeah. So pretty similar to you know, our list. Where, so we had the same players. I had Stafford. You had Cousins. Yeah. So. I, I was considering Stafford, but given the fact that Cooper Cup is – injured and who that's knows right i forgot to mention he is he's doubt uncertain if he's going to play against the seahawks on sunday yeah given the fact that he's injured like that and hamstring injuries don't just go away you know i know yeah. reaggravate that at any time in the season uh that's just it gives me more confidence that kirk cousins still has his stud receiver yeah um i, I thought about putting cousins there i just think stafford's high end plays better um, yeah. But I can totally see the argument for Cousins. He's right there and very, very underrated, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. All right. So that kind of leads to our next thing, and that's our divisional predictions. Okay. Um, just go through each division, all four teams, the record prediction. And then following that, we'll do our seven playoff. The seven teams from each conference will think we'll make the playoffs. So we'll start with the AFC. I'll go. I'll go. Actually, Jack, I'll start. I started the last one, so you can start this one. So okay. Yeah. Um, so just kind of give my division winner for each, uh, division. Uh, go, you can, or then maybe go through like all four teams and then like first, second, third, last, all that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll start in the AFC East. Um, I'm going to pick the bills first dolphins, second jets, third Patriots, fourth. Um, so I, I think the Bills will come out of that, of, out of the AFC East. Um, for the AFC North, um, let's see. Um, I'm going to go with the Bengals first. Um, let's go with the Ravens second. Steelers third, Browns fourth. I feel like, especially in the AFC, I feel like a lot of these divisions are going to play out like they usually do. Um, yeah. 
for the AFC for the AFC South, um, I've got the Jaguars first, um, Titans second, Texans third, Colts fourth. Although I feel like the Colts could definitely shoot up maybe a spot or two if if they can figure it out with Anthony Richardson. I'm yeah, I'm excited to watch Anthony Richardson this year. Yeah. Um I don't I don't think he's that good of a quarterback, but you know, yeah, we'll see. You can see some improvement there. Yeah. He's he's playing in an, in an NFL offense. He kind of like has like the similar makeup to Cam Newton. Cam was a lot more polished coming out. But oh yeah. Especially as how, how Richardson does. Mhm. Um, in the AFC West, I've got the Chiefs first. I've got uh, the Chargers second. I've got the Broncos third and the Raiders fourth. Okay. Coming out of that one. Not, no surprise there. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the NFC. The NFC. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, in the NFC East, um, I've got the Eagles first. Um, let's see. Hmm. Giants second, uh, Cowboys third, Commanders fourth. Um, so I feel like it may be a surprise that I put the Giants second there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like so you had Eagles, Giants, Cowboys, Commanders. Yes. Okay. Although I could easily see it being Commanders uh, higher, but it was hard. Okay. It was hard be, to pick between the Commanders and the and the Cowboys for me. So you're not high. I'm guessing you're not that high on the Cowboys this year. No, I'm not. I'm not. Okay. Um, I, maybe I should be higher. I'm I'm probably a little bit doubtful on that one, but I don't know. I just feel like the Cowboys, they always get hype preseason. Um, moving on to the NFC North, um, I've got – I'm going to pick the Lions to win that one, that division. Okay. Uh, Lions first, uh, Vikings second, Bears third, Packers fourth. Um, Packers last? Yep. yep. Oh, that hurts. So <laughs> Vikings, so you had Lions, Bears, Vikings, Packers? Yes. Okay. Um, I'm trying to be a little bit unorthodox and not pick chalk, you know? But yeah, fair enough. Just to be a little bit different. But um, so moving down to the the last two divisions on the NFC, um, NFC South, I've got um, – oh, this is a terrible division. Um, yeah. Huh. I'm, I'm going to pick the Saints first. Uh, Bucks second, Panthers third, Falcons fourth. Okay, um, and I, I'm really excited to see how Bryce Young plays in his first year as well. So that should be fun. yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, in the NFC West, um, who I think it's going to be a tight race between the 49ers and the Seahawks. Um, yeah, and I'm actually going to pick the Seahawks to come out. Wow. Um, okay. Seahawks fourth, or sorry, Seahawks first, 49ers second, um, Rams third, Cardinals fourth. And I think both the 49ers and Seahawks will make the playoffs. So, yeah. Okay. That's what I got. All right. So I'll go through mine starting the AFC East. This is going to sound crazy. I have the Jets first, I have the Bills second, I have the Dolphins third, and then I have your Patriots fourth. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I just think I have a lot of confidence in the Jets this year. Uh, you're, really, you're really have, drinking the Jets Kool-Aid. <laughs> I am, and I'm going to look like a fool if they're like last year's Broncos, but hey. We'll 
uh, I have in the AFC North. I have the Bengals first. I have the Ravens second. I have the Steelers third, and then the Browns fourth. So I think that's the same as what you had. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really low on the Browns this year. Some people think they're going to make the playoffs. I just, I just don't believe in them. Um, if they are, it's because Watson's going to have an amazing year. Yeah. Going out to the AFC South, uh, I think the Jaguars are an easy pick to win this division. Um, I have the Titans second. I have Colts third and then the Texans fourth. Um, okay. So we, you and I just switched those last two teams there. Mm-hmm. Um, going now to the AFC West, I have the Chiefs first. I have the Chargers second, the Broncos third, and then the Raiders fourth. Mm-hmm. We agreed on that one. Uh, yeah. Now to the NFC. NFC East, I have the Eagles winning that division. I have the Cowboys second, uh, Giants third, and then the Commanders last. Okay. Um, so you and I just switched the Giants and Cowboys. Yep. NFC North, I also have the Lions winning that division. Um, I have the Packers finishing second, Vikings finishing third, and then the Bears finishing last again. Uh, so you and I switched that one a little bit around. You're higher on the Bears than I am. You, we had the Packers and Bears. We had two and four switched, I think. Yeah. Uh, going out to the NFC South, which is basically like the Mac. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also have the Saints winning that division. I actually think the Saints are a pretty solid team. Yeah. Um, I have them winning that division. I have the Panthers coming second, Falcons third, and then the fighting Baker Mayfields coming in fourth. <laughs> Wow, you like the Panthers a little bit, just a little bit. I don't. I think they're gonna be like an eight-win team, but like that's good enough to finish second in that division. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Now, finally, the NFC West. I have the 49ers winning the division, even though I picked them to lose Week One. Um, I have the Seahawks second. I think the Seahawks will be good this year. Um, I just like the 49ers roster a little bit better. Uh, uh-huh. Rams third, and then the Cardinals. Oh my God, that team like might not win a game. <laughs> they're gonna be bottom five in the NFL. Bottom five, they'll be worse yeah. than they they the Cardinals like might legitimately threaten to go 0 and 17. <laughs> so we'll see. Um, as for my playoff teams, so I'll go I'll go uh seeds in the seeding order. So in the AFC, I have the Chiefs getting the one seed. I have the Jaguars actually getting the two seed. I have the Bengals getting the three seed. And then I have the Jets getting the four seed. So I'm not delusional. I'm not com- completely delusional on the Jets. I have them as the lowest finishing division winner. Uh, uh, so, um, and then and your my wild, wild card. My wild card teams. I have the Bills as the five. I have the no scratch that. I have the Ravens as the five. Mm-hmm. The Bills as the six, and then I have the Chargers as the seven seed. Beating out the Dolphins, which is ironic because I picked the Dolphins to win Week One. I think the Chargers will get it together late, get get it together late in the season and squeak into the playoffs. There, um, I also have concerns about Tua's health, which is why I picked the Dolphins to miss the playoffs. Uh-huh. Going out to the NFC, this is going to sound ridiculous. I have the Saints getting the one seed in the NFC, just because their division is terrible, and I think they have a pretty easy schedule. I have the Eagles getting the two seed. Wow. Um, I have the 49ers getting the three seed and then the Lions getting the four seed. My wild card teams, 
I have the Cowboys getting the five, the Seahawks getting the six, and then my last playoff team is the Packers getting the number seven seed. Okay. I'm, I, yeah. think, I think Jordan Love makes the playoffs his first year as a starter in a, in a world conference. The only one I would probably disagree with is the uh, Saints being the number one seed. But yeah, on yeah that, that, that's like my hot take prediction. Now, with that being said, I'm picking them to, to go one and done in the playoffs if they're the okay. one seed. But okay. I think they'll cruise the regular season and then lose in the playoffs. That's okay. my prediction. All right, I'll start with the NFC first. Um, I've got, I've got the uh, let's see, I've got the Eagles as the one seed. I've got the Seahawks as the two seed. Wow, high on the Seahawks. Yes, I've got, <laughs> I've got. Well, that make it. Uh, I don't really know if I don't. I don't know how the order is going to come out, but I've got the Lions as the three. I've got um let's see what's the last division here. The, oh, the Saints. Uh the Saints is the four. Um and then I've got uh the 49ers is the five. Um I've got I picked the Giants second, so they'd be the six. Um and then uh hmm. I don't I've I'm debating between the Bears and the Vikings. I know I picked the Vikings to finish second, so or the Bears to finish second, right? Yeah. yeah. But that I'd have to go with the Bears there. Um, so no, so the Bears in the playoffs? Yes, barely. And no <laughs> Cowboys. Well, okay. okay. But I could easily see that, you know. Yeah. Bears, Vikings, Cowboys. They're they're all going to be probably going to be wildcard teams, if you agree. Yeah. So one thing that we disagree on is you're you're high on the Bears this year, and I think I think I'll, they'll be better than they were last year, but they'll still be. A, bottom six or 17 i just mm -hmm. yeah. uh moving up to the uh, afc um i've got the chiefs as the one um i've got the Bengals as the two the bills as the three and the jaguars as the four um as my two i've got or sorry as my five i've got uh Let's see uh the dolphins as the five i've got um let's see hmm. i've got the chargers is my six okay and my my seven's gonna come down to um either the titans or the ravens the titans um, wow yeah i've got them second in the afc south okay. um i'm gonna go with the ravens as my seven okay yeah. so no jets no jets okay that's <laughs> understandable like i can respect people not thinking the jets are gonna make the playoffs because they are still the jets and they have i think they'll the be close and it'll be much yeah. better but... the jets have not made the playoffs since i was in fourth grade it's insane huh. so, <laughs> all right so we'll now do our conference championship and Super Bowl predictions. Mm -hmm. um, so I'll, I guess I'll go first. Mm -hmm. uh, my AFC Championship prediction for the third straight year, I think it's going to be the Chiefs and the Bengals. I just think those are the teams that they're not scared in a playoff setting. I think it's the best rivalry in the NFL right now. Mm -hmm. I, I just think I just think 
that's it's gonna ha- it's bound to happen. I think they're gonna play <laughs> the third straight year in the AFC Championship game. NFC Championship game. I have the Eagles, and let me think about this. I have the Eagles in the NFC Championship game. I actually the team that you're high on, the Seahawks. I don't yeah. have the Seahawks winning their division. I have them as the sixth seed. I had the 49ers as the three seed. I actually think the Seahawks will lose the division to the 49ers, but beat them in the playoffs in the first round. They then play the Saints, who'd be the one seed. I think they could beat them. Oh, and yeah, that's not a good match for the Saints. That's no, not. I don't think so either. And then go to the NFC Championship game. So my NFC Championship game is Eagles-Seahawks. Super Bowl, I think it's going to be the same two teams as last year, and that might be like sound boring. I think it's going to be the, the Chiefs and the Eagles again. But it's going to be a different result. I think the Eagles will get revenge and beat the Chiefs in the Super Bowl and win Super Bowl 58 to win their second Super Bowl in franchise history. So that Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl champion in 2023 will be the Philadelphia Eagles. That's pretty good. Um, I could certainly see it, especially if uh, they get their run game going again. Um, yeah. They've added more talent in the backfield with DeAndre Swift as well. The reason I'm so confident in them is because just because they're on the both sides on the line, their offensive and defensive line is the best in the NFL. And that's how you win games in the playoffs by winning the line of scrimmage. Uh-huh. And I just think, I think, I think this is their year. I think last year they just had a, I don't know what happened to their defense in the Super Bowl, but I think they're going to get their revenge on the Chiefs and beat them in the Super Bowl this year. And Jalen Hurts will win his first ever Super Bowl. Yep. So, yeah, that, that's my that's my final pick. All right, um, feel relatively confident in. The only like point. hot take there might be the Seahawks, but we'll see. Yeah. Um. So for my AFC uh, championship game, it's gonna be um the Chiefs versus uh i'm high on the Bengals, so i'm gonna go with the Bengals again okay um and then in the nfc i've got um i'm gonna do i'm gonna do the eagles i just feel like the eagles right now are, are far and away probably the best team in the nfc like yeah you know, you know, it's not hard to pick them to win. Um, and they're going to be facing – I like your pick of the Seahawks there. Um, but I do think it's possible if the Seahawks, you know, they go 10-6 and six or something like that and they beat the 49ers in the regular season, they could easily lose them in the playoffs. Yeah. That's what I'm worried about. Um, so I'm going to – I'm actually going to pick the 49ers to come out of it. So um, the same – that's the same Final Four as last year. So – Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Um, 49ers and Eagles. Um, yeah. So it's going to be 49ers and Eagles uh, versus the winner of the Chiefs and the Bengals for me. Um, okay. I'm going to go with the Bengals to win that okay. game. All right. Versus the Eagles. That's right. going to be a really good game. The last two Super Bowl losers. That's I like that. Yeah. Um, and to win that game, so we got the, Bengal, the Bengals and the Eagles. Um, whew. If Joe Burrow can stay healthy all year, I don't see why they can't make it this far. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm gonna have to pick the Eagles to win that. Okay. So I'm, I'm, on, right. I'm on I'm on board with what you're on board with. So we we both have the Eagles winning the Super Bowl. I like sure. it. 
I, I just think I just think it's all setting up for them this year. I think their roster is still completely stacked. Yeah. Um, I just think it's their year. Yep. I thought it was their year last year, but I think they're I actually think they might even better be better this year than they were last year. Mm-hmm. I agree. So all right. Both of us have the Eagles taking home the Lombardi trophy in February. Last but certainly not least, we'll go to our award predictions. So the awards that we're going to go predict are MVP, Offensive Player of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, Offensive Rookie of the Year, Defensive Rookie of the Year, uh, Comeback Player of the Year, and Coach of the Year. So, uh, Jackson, you can go first on that one since I started off the uh, 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 predictions. Okay, and you want me to uh, just overall, like not divisionally or – uh on the nfc or afc side oh for- just just in the league league wide okay. yeah all right uh we'll start with coach of the year um i feel like if the eagles win the play the super bowl it's going to be doug or uh uh sirianni okay um, it has to be um now if there's a surprise team you know like the seahawks pete carroll could win it if they make it far mm-hmm. um, comeback player of the year so maybe a player that was injured and came back um, hmm. I think who were some guys that were out for the year last year early? Demar Demar Hamlin. Uh yeah. Um, we'll put him there. Sure, why not? Yeah. Um, NFL Rookie of the Year. Um, hmm. Ooh. Uh, for offense and defense, or oh, you can just yeah. yeah. Um, well, I'll go with the, I'll go just picking the offense. Cause I know okay, the offense players the best. I feel like, huh, I I think Gibbs is going to have a really good year with the line. Gibbs. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I can easily see it being Bryce Young. So, okay. um, I'll go with Jameer Gibbs. Why not? That's Actually, a good pick. Honestly, really we'll see what he can, we'll see him tomorrow night. We'll see what he can do there. Yeah. He's in a really good situation. Like that, their offensive line is really good. It is really good. It's one of the strengths of their team. Yeah. Wow. Um, defensive player of the year. Uh, let's go with. Hmm. Let's go with. Uh, I'm going to go with Miles Garrett. Out okay. Of, out of the Browns. He's a freak. Oh, um, he's going to get a lot of sacks this year. Um, I can easily see it being like Chris Jones or uh, one of those Chiefs linemen. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, Offensive player of the year, uh, I don't want to say Pat Mahomes, but it's kind of hard not to. It's going to come down to him. It's going to come down to Pat Mahomes, Hurts. Yeah, uh, yeah. Jefferson. Jefferson, yeah. Yeah. Chase, maybe. Yeah. I'm going to go with Pat Mahomes. That's a safe pick. Yeah. He's always a safe pick. uh, MV – or – I'm going to rescind that. I'm going offensive player of the year is JJ, Justin Jefferson. Back to back? Yes. MVP okay. is Pat Mahomes. Yes. Okay. Pat Mahomes. So Mahomes won his third MVP. Uh, those are good picks. I like the Jameer Gibbs pick. I feel like not enough people are talking about him. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'll go through mine. Coach of the year, I'm going to go with Doug Peterson. Uh, I think the Jaguars will – everyone's picking them to win their division. I think <laughs> – Seed those expectations. I think I say that I think they're gonna be the number two seed in the AFC. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Doug Peterson winning coach of the year. 
I like that. Uh, comeback player of the year, I think DeMar Hamlin. I mean, if he plays like a snap, he's got that on lock after after what happened last uh, – that game late last season. I think it was in October. It was it was New Year's, I think. It, was, it really? wasn't that – Oh, it was one of the last games of the regular season. It was that Monday night game. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, so I'm going to go with DeMar Hamlin for comeback player of the year. Uh, defensive rookie of the year. I'll just go offensive rookie of the year. Um, actually, I'll do both. Defensive rookie of the year, I'm going to go with Will Anderson from the Texans. Um, okay. I just think that's a safe pick there. Um, and I think the Texans are going to be terrible again, but I think he's going to, he's going to show out a lot this year. Mm-hmm. Um, offensive rookie of the year, I'm actually going to go with Bijan Robinson for the Falcons. Ooh. Uh, I think he's going to have a huge year. And I don't think the Falcons are going to be – a lot of people are high on the Falcons, picking them to win the division. I don't think they're going to be a great team because I don't think Desmond Ritter's any good. But I think Bijan Robinson's going to be an absolute stud. I think he can run for a thousand yards, a thousand twelve hundred yards this year. He I think he's, you know, fifty passes for five hundred or something. Yeah, he's a very he's a he's a weapon in that offense. Yep. Um, and Arthur Smith loves to run the ball, so he's getting a lot of carries. Mm-hmm. Uh, defensive player of the year, I'm gonna go with Micah Parsons. I think he's due. Um, I think he is arguably the best defensive player in the NFL. I think he he could feasibly have a twenty sack season this year. But I missed that one. God, <laughs> Miles Garrett's a good pick too. Don't get me wrong. Both yeah. both are good bets. Uh, offensive player of the year, I'm gonna go with Tyreek Hill. Um, mm. I think in the Dolphins' offense, even if two is hurt, even if they have to play backups, I think he's a guy that can flirt with 2000 yards he's just he's a freak with the ball in his hands um so yeah i'm gonna go with tyreek for offensive player of the year he he hasn't won that yet so i think this will be his year to win and for mvp i'm gonna pick joe burrow i think joe burrow is gonna win his first mvp this year i think he'll he'll be the best quarterback in the regular season um i'm predicting a 40 touchdown season for joe for 40 touchdown borderline 5,000 yard season for Joe Burrow this year. I think he's going to have a huge year. So he's my pick for him for the 2023 MVP. We had, wow. We had quite different picks there, but that's, that's good though. Yeah. Not, we're not completely on the same page, but it's fine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think your picks are really good. I actually, I mean, Mahomes, I mean, like that's such an, that's such like, easy. he's the best player in the NFL. Like he, if, if they, if they give the MVP to like the best player in the NFL, he win every year. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, I really like the Jameer Gibbs pick, though. So mm-hmm. I'm excited. I'm excited to watch him tomorrow night. Yeah, same. Should be a fun game to watch. Yeah. So that should just about wrap it up. Um, mm-hmm. So this was a great first episode, and I'm excited to see how the season goes. Yeah, I uh, really enjoyed it as well, and thank you for uh, being here and talking some football. Yeah, uh, of course, anytime. Should be should be a fun year, you know, for sure. All, All right. right, All right. Thank well, you. Yeah. All right. Well, that wraps it up for the uh, Unlimited NFL podcast. I'm your host, uh, Jackson Young. I've been here with uh, Owen Smith, uh, my co-host for today's episode. Uh, this has been presented by Unlimited Sports uh, at UNL. Uh, we'll catch you next time. <laughs>